We trying to behave ourselves on the story? But y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little uh, extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. I just keep it. Tell them to sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-M. Hey guys, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. Happy Friday. And we are back with another fresh brand new episode of TGIF. Now, of course, we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest news and headlines in social media. So sit back and relax and get ready for this hot tea. Please welcome my co-host. Please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host Radio Fish, Funky Dineva. Hey, Claudia, you're looking good in your purple, purple people eater. Oh, thank you. You got your arms out? You showing them guns? Let me see them guns. No, I mean, I mean, ah. Oh, it's a 22. Ah. It's a 22. It's, it's a 22, but it's still it's, her. It's, it's, giving, it's giving what it's supposed to give. It's giving, it's giving it'll hurt, but it won't kill you. Okay. All right. Please welcome brand strategist and talk show host in his orange. Oh, Tang giving Tangerine. Come on, Tangerine. He's giving Tang. What's up, Adam Reynolds? What's going on, Claudia? What's up, Q? I miss hey, you, man. I miss you more. What's this with this no no clothes on? Well, you know what? Y'all stay. I don't know why y'all insist on living in cold cities. The thought of being cold is the stupidest thing to me when you have the option of living somewhere warm. And but, so they, like, don't it, you need it cold to really enjoy Christmas? When you no. think of Christmas, don't you think of it snowing, no. like a snow slid, Santa on a sled with the reindeers? So you got to understand, I'm from Miami. I don't know anything about none of that. I've never experienced any of that. I'm with you, Q. Gotcha. If, you can have, if you can be in warm weather 24-7, that's, that's me all day. I live in Texas where it's all, right. all through, for like six, five months of summer out yeah. there. Like, it's 106 degrees. That's what I'm saying. Give me the hot any day. Well, happy Christmas Eve, fellas. Happy Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve, and uh, we are feeling very blessed here at Foxhole at TGIF. What what are y'all sipping on on this fine Christmas Eve? I am sipping on Grandma's finest eggnog, honey. (laughs) Mm, I spiked it. It's it's actually Coquito. My Puerto Rican homegirl made Coquito. It's real good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Al? I'm doing a hot toddy. Okay. With some cinnamon, with uh, you know, with some cinnamon candy at the bottom, you know. That's I gotta try that. That sounds good. With oh, it's very candy. good. Cinnamon whenever candy. Of, whenever I think of cinnamon and alcohol, I think of um fireball, fireball. and how I black out when I drink fireball. And, and fireball I'm, will put you down, baby. I don't touch her. Well, I don't know if this is if this is legal now, but my dad, when we had a cold when I was younger. You know, I'm from the South and we would drink moonshine, but he would put it, put a little bit of moonshine in your tea and he would drop one of those big cynic, uh peppermint balls down into the tea. And then he would give me the, the peppermint ball and it would break up all of my uh, congestion here in my chest. Yeah. And, and like, I, I, literally, I, I can assure you it's not legal now. And it wasn't legal, <laughs> and it wasn't legal then. <laughs> Child services would be knocking right. on your door now, right? Okay. Shout, out, shout out to my girl, Demetria McKinney, who had experienced one of my drunken fireball nights and we'll never speak of what happened that night. I'm sorry, I did not mean it. And I, I my bad dog. Anyways, I can't believe how fast this year has like, flown by yeah you know maybe because last year we were all kind of locked down and this year it opened up it just kind of sped by can y'all believe i can't i can't believe we're at a at another christmas and uh you know this time last year 
I was sad because I didn't get to go see my family. And now, you know, right. my nieces and my nephews, everybody's in the back room or whatever, you know, trying to be quiet. I told them uncles got to work. You know, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, big difference. What a year, a, a difference a year makes. Al, did you, were you able to be with your family last year? Um, no, not really. I think, you know, my, I, I've come from a very large family and my sisters and my older brothers were very concerned about COVID. So they canceled both Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I am excited. We had a big Thanksgiving and, you know, we, we're, we're planning to have a very, you know, nice Christmas. So I am very excited to see everybody like, like old times, but I don't know about you guys. Like this past two years has just been a, a, a blur. Like I, it just seems like the last one that I really remember was in 2019. So yeah. it seems like 2020 and 2021 just kind of went by so fast. So I agree. I feel like we don't need to count an extra. Like I don't want to say I'm 48. I'm 47. I feel like I'm. I'm right, I need that year back, right? Yeah, I don't count. <laughs> well, okay. Well, it's been a, a a really great year because we're coming out of it. There is light at the end of the tunnel. I think, and I think you know we all have a lot to be thankful of. So I want you both quickly to talk about three things you're grateful for. Um, Funky, let's start with you. Three things you're grateful for. The way I earn a living. Um, I think I'm the most blessed person in the world. I really take a lot of joy and delight that I really do live a life of leisure and my talents are able to support the life that I built for myself. Um, health, health is wealth. Um, you know, I always wasn't as health conscious as I am right now. And I, I'm, I'm liking it. I, of course, I can cut out some of the drinking and I can eat better, but I'm trying. Um, and number three, um, I'm just thankful for the great friends and family that I do have in my life that I choose to be around who are still on this planet. You mean the world to me. I'm single. I don't have a family in my house. So the people that make up my chosen family, um, I love you guys. So those are my three things. Very nice. Very nice. Al, what are you thankful of? Three things you're thankful for. Mm, oh, mine are so personal, guys. Are you sure? <laughs> As you can both know, I, I've been experiencing a lot of uh, death and disease in my family. So I have to concur with Q as it relates to just, you know, being healthy. Um, I'm just seeing death in, in around everywhere just appear. So I, I'm very thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for a job. Look, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm still able to go to work every day and, and, and do the things that I love. Uh, and the last thing I got to be honest with you, I'm thankful for my Foxo family. I'm thankful for Claudia. Um, I'm thankful for James believing in me and, and allowing me to stay in this seat. Um, I'm thankful for Q for continuing to teach me the entertainment game and 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 when to shut up <laughs> and when to follow instructions. But seriously, I I, I just I'm so thankful for you all. You have no idea how um, tough it's been carrying um, this me without people knowing the real me for so long. So I, I'm just overwhelmingly grateful. Claudia for giving me this opportunity, James for believing in me, and Fox Soul for supporting me. I, I, I can't I can't explain it enough. Well, he didn't really believe in you. I had to beg him to take you. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> However I got here, I'll take I'm it. With you. I'm and, playing and, with and you. I'm grateful. I'm well, playing. Claudia, what are three things you have before? Or thankful for? Um, you know, I've been counted out many times. Um, 
I've lost everything and got it all back more than once. Um, I'm thankful that I, I keep getting opportunities that as much as there's been negative stuff about me, there's still people like a James Dubose that are, that are, that are still there that say, you know what, I, I want to give this kid a chance. Well, not kid, but old lady a chance. And, <laughs> um, and I, I have a safe place where I actually feel like I have a genuine friend there in that position that's open to, you know, some ideas. Um, I really like making other people happy as much as I get a bad rap. I love looking out for other people. I love creating jobs. I love when I could say, I got something for you and it has nothing. I'm not making any money off of it. I just got it for you. I love that feeling. Like I wish I could do that a hundred times more. Um, I'm thankful for, I have a great man in my life. You know, he supports me. Um, he keeps me on point when I don't want to be on point. And, and, and it really has been a very, very, very good support system that plays the back. He's not thirsty for attention. And, um, Again, the people that despite, you know, I'm not supposed to still be here. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm really not. You know, I could have just been a video model or a pageant girl that was that came and went. And I'm going on 25 years in the business. I've never had to, like, take any shortcuts. And that may sound like not a big deal, but I'm damn proud of that. Mm -hmm. that I did it the hard way. I'm glad I did it the hard way because it has built character. And I'm just appreciative of anyone that wants to work with me that wants to support me and watch anything that we do. I'm glad that people, I'm, I'm grateful for the soulmates that have mm -hmm. took such a, that have embraced, that embrace uh, out loud with Claudia Jordan. Then that morphed into a night of cocktails with Queens. Then that morphed into TGIF two nights a, a, a week. And just like all these, this magic that we're all creating. So I'm, I'm grateful for all of it. So thank you, God. <laughs> Not supposed to be here, but we are all of us. And a lot of people counted all three of us out on this panel. And we're all right. here thriving. So we thank you. Never could have made it. That's true. All right. Ro um, okay. So uh, here's something that everyone can relate to. Uh, that one family member who's always, who always gets into your personal business during the gatherings. So what's something that a relative may have said or asked you during Christmas dinner that made you want to leave the table? And how did you handle it? And if you have nothing, then that's fine. But has that ever happened to any of you? So my grandma, my dad's mother, uh, Miss Katie B. Latham, her messy ass. Um, my grandma was very subtly messy. And she asked me one time, so she said, uh, so you got a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> so, and so at this point, you know, I had, I had already had the talk. Every, everybody in the family knew I was gay. Hell, you had enough. And I just remember screaming across the room, grandma, I like boys. <laughs> and then she was just like oh it just went back to watching the prices right or whatever she was watching but her messy ass knew what the hell she was doing when she asked me did I have a girlfriend right it's like come on grandma <laughs> I'm wearing a half shirt at Christmas dinner. <laughs> Al anyone ever asked me anything uncomfortable at Christmas dinner at a holiday event Al to be honest with you, I'm probably the one that does <laughs> inappropriate questioning. Um, usually um, in my family, I'm kind of the one that is like the pot stir, if you would. I'm, I don't think I'm gossipy or messy. I'm just very, you know, straightforward. So um, <laughs> I probably said something inappropriate to somebody. I'm sure my family member could tell you. I, 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 don't, I can't remember anything that someone said inappropriate to me. What about you? This wasn't at Christmas, but I was on the bus and one of our family friends that we adopted as a relative, she's a crackhead. 
she was she crackheads can't whisper and she said you ain't still a virgin are you and she said that <laughs> hella loud and it was on a public bus so that was my story all right all right thanks for sharing you guys that was fantastic we're gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more of our holiday edition of tgif welcome back to tgif we are celebrating the christmas spirit on this uh eve before christmas Fellas, got to ask y'all, um, have y'all ever gotten a gift that uh, you hated, but you had to pretend you liked it because, you know, you don't want to hurt the person's feelings or do you let them know that you don't like it? How do y'all handle that? Well, you know what? I think that's what being an adult at Christmas is. And, and I don't want to offend any of my family or friends, but nine times out of 10, <laughs> majority of the shit that people give me First of all, it comes from a place of, oh, I got to get them something, you know, and, and I mean, and it ranges from $20 gift cards to shot glasses. Do me a favor. My house is already a junkie enough as it is. <laughs> Give me a handwritten card and just tell me how much you love me. Okay. Keep, keep, keep your T-shirts, keep your shot glasses. Keep the stuff that you got off of uh, HLN, like you know what I'm saying. Now, if you're gonna buy me something, you know what I'm saying. Gucci shoes, watch. You know what I'm saying. Hermes bracelet, a uh, 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 car wash for detailing for my car. If you're gonna buy me something, buy me something. I I think if you're gonna do the little twenty dollar thing. Just keep it. <laughs> I don't like when people just give you a gift just to give you something because I feel right. like it's a thought. Like sometimes something that's really inexpensive, but they know it's something that you actually right. and like. It, right. it just shows like that's thoughtfulness. You know what I mean? I'm right. the queen of um, you gonna get a gift card for me or some cash? Because I'm like I, I I think buy what you really want. I don't want to waste my money on something that you're just gonna throw in the closet with everything else. Al, what do you do? Have this has this happened with you? Have you got a gift you couldn't stand? Let me tell you something. I I just feel like I'm like you. It, it, I don't really expect people to know how to shop for me. So the thing that I get a lot is they say, what do you get a person who has everything? Mm -hmm. Which I think is a cop-out. You know, you get that person what you think they might enjoy or what you know they might use. So you can look at me and know there's certain things that I like, right? Like, you know, I like a nice cologne. You know, I like yeah. at minimum underwear, t-shirts, like socks, like things like that are very useful. But I'd have a story. This is a childhood story because I have a trauma. <laughs> I used to have to give gift to my cousin Lamont. We were both the same age. He's my next door neighbor, first cousin, best friend in high school. You saw my mother used to make me give him a gift every year. And every year he never gave me a gift. And I'd be like, why in the hell <laughs> do I need to give this man a gift? I'm still mad. To this day, I'm still <laughs> mad because I think he owes me at least like 10 years of gifts. Like dead, like serious, 10 years of gift. He owed me. And how could someone <laughs> get a gift every year and not, and not give a gift ever? Who does that? Like, how can you sit back and receive a gift from someone? Your first cousin, you live next door to them. You play on the same basketball team, run track, football, all on the same teams. You, you, you catch rides everywhere. You eat the same food at each parent's house. I give you a gift every year and I never get one back. Like KJ tells me every time I tell him someone didn't invite me somewhere, they don't F with you. But that's what it is. Because yeah. you should feel guilty if you get a gift. I would feel like crap. Right. Have y'all right. ever had to do the retroactive gift thing, which is 
somebody you had no intentions on buying the gift for and who you didn't think was going to get you anything, they pop up with a gift. Yes. And it's like, damn, after Christmas <laughs> and after you return to work, you now got to take Bridget in accounting a candle because she got you something. Before. Yeah. It's even no, worse. That's what, it's that's what, all the time. But it's a that's good what, gift too. It's like right, that's, it usually is a good gift, isn't it? Those unexpected gifts, but that funky. That's when you repurpose a gift. You go in the back, you find something that you went shopping for yourself. And you, but you want to know about that repurposing thing? And granted, nobody would ever know that I did it. Um, I just feel dirty doing that. And I know at the, I feel dirty now. It, it's funny because I'm in my uh, at my house in my second bedroom, my studio space. There's all types of stuff that the fans give me and stuff when I go on the road and that people give me. Everybody has that junk room, and it's just full of that junk. And you're right. Maybe I should repurpose it. I mean, maybe somebody would get something out of it. Then it just sitting in the closet. But I just I don't. do the dirty repurpose and stuff. I, I don't, especially all the premieres and, and gift bags that I've gotten over the years and used to get until, of course, COVID. They have some of the best little unique stuff. And the, and the thing I like about it is you can literally take like four or five things out of there wrap them up and give somebody like five or six, you know, cool gifts that I've never used. How many times have we gotten a ton of shampoos, ton of conditioners, ton of like clippers or hair products or shoe products? That's all that mess that I said in the- That's right, that's in that closet. All you're doing is taking your clutter and transferring it to somebody else because they don't But they love it. I have a perfume. Go ahead, call I have a storage unit filled with that kind of crap for my 20 years of being in Hollywood. Uh, one right. time, though, I gave someone a gift and I spent money on this designer gift. And this person repurposed that gift back to me and forgot that that's what I gave you. <laughs> and it hurt my feelings. And it should have. And it's shady. It's a character flaw because, Claudia, I can't look you in your face and sitting up eating breaking bread with you seeing you in the office every day knowing that I took what you gave me and gave it to Aunt Gladys. You know what I'm saying? And then the person is like, so how's that candle going? And then, then you've got to tell a second lie. Oh my God, the fragrance is so nice in my home. It just fills up everything. I can smell it without even lightning, girl. Uh, you, you can tell I'm used to being phony. Mine but- came from the person <laughs> that I gave it to. Oh no. So uh, look at this. Uh, this is something that I struggle with losing weight, especially around the holidays. It's just, you know, you're like, OK, after Thanksgiving, OK, after Christmas, OK, after New Year's. So, you know, during the holidays, it's particularly challenging. So according to Women's Day, here are some tips to help you stay on track. Make a game plan. Pay attention to portions. Pick a smaller plate. Don't show up hungry and don't go for seconds. Um, this is clearly not a black person's list. This don't apply to us. No. We wait all year long to get that peach cobbler, that banana bread, that banana pudding, those 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 fattening foods. Well, how, do y'all even bother trying to watch your weight during the holidays? Well, clearly this ain't my ministry, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to gain weight, but I'm here to tell people, pig out on Thanksgiving day, pig out on Christmas day, and then leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you 300 pounds, 300 pounds, 200 pounds, one meal, 
ain't gonna send the scale left or right. <laughs> it's when you get to meet the food on Thanksgiving and then you eat it like me to the following Wednesday. Now that's what's putting weight on you. But enjoy the holidays. Your your, your family is there. A lot of us people are traveling. It ain't no, it ain't, ain't nobody. I don't think people should have to diet on those holiday meals. We're gonna start on the first of the second of January. No, no you got it. You got it. After you Christmas can, and eat it for a week, but on the day, enjoy. Man, you got to do what we do in downside. What my mama used to do, she used to have those clothing extenders. <laughs> when she would unbuckle her pants, and I still have seen her do this before. Y'all know those extenders that you can buy? It's like a little rubber band that goes from one to the other. Like the seatbelt. My mother would use that. Yeah, <laughs> except for they would use some people use a rubber band like they just would use an extender where they could undo their pants when they eat too much, unzip the zipper, but still have the little extended little rubber band that keeps it keeps the pants up, but gives you some breathing room so you can still eat because that's know, a time when you get all the good food. You know, I have never experienced that before. Never. I have never experienced and granted, I, I, I wear a lot of shorts and fitted shorts, but I, I have never experienced that I've eaten so much that my stomach got big and I need to unbutton my pants in order to be comfortable. That's well, well, Q, you ain't got no stomach, brother. You, I mean, cut it out. You're well, like plus, a stick. What are you, 39? Are you 30? You're 30. Okay, well, it was all good for all of us until we hit 40, 41, 42, <laughs> and everything slows down. I could eat brown sugar and pudding and just nothing stayed on me and one day you'll see you will see and we're going to talk true. about it right here on TGIF we're going to take we're going to take another commercial break and Q I'm I'm very jealous of your metabolism like I'm low key hating a little bit cuz I'm <laughs> I ate one little thing and I look pregnant we're going to take a quick break we'll be back with more Christmas Eve edition of TGIF after this Welcome back to TGIF. Happy holidays from our family here at Foxhole to you. Now, listen, we talking about gifts and uh, on this Christmas Eve here. So when it comes to significant, your significant other for you too, um, do y'all go all out or do you base it on what you think they might buy you? Well, to be honest, I never had money and a man of my own. It's always been somebody else's man that I've been kidding. <laughs> so I can't even answer this question. That's horrible. That's very honest of you. Situation. I can't tell you a story though one time and I was drinking the other day. I used to be uh, in, you know, in concert with my neighbor's husband. And what does in concert mean? Uh, well, I don't. I don't want to say I was in a relationship because the, the moral police gonna eat me up. But I. But he was both of ours. I was his boyfriend, and she was his wife. You were his and mistress. She. She found he was gonna buy me a Christmas tree. Did she know? Uh, listen, I don't know what the lady knew. I don't know what what they talked about. She didn't know. All she didn't what know. Well, she knew something because. All I remember is opening the front door and they was in the front yard arguing about him buying me a Christmas tree. And do, do you know I never got that Christmas tree? I thought about that shit the other night and got mad. Blocking Helfer. And she, what she don't understand is I was keeping his ass happy for her. Okay? The least you could have did was let me get my damn Christmas tree. Al, do you have a story to clean this segment up? <laughs> oh, that was just... I hope you were using condoms. Um, let's see. I see this is the deal. Does he look like he uses condoms? I do. 
Oh, you do? That's a lie. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's play that up. We ain't finna put that type of misinformation. Okay, okay. My bad. I stand corrected. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> anyway. I'm oh, getting, getting, getting offended after you done stole that lady husband. Now right, you get, after you stole that lady husband. I had gonorrhea since I was 21. Okay. <laughs> look at you. Look at God. Okay. <sighs> uh, ooh, that's a lot. Uh, no, I, I got to be honest. I, I love Christmas. Like, I love giving gifts. I love making people happy. I'm probably the guy that goes in debt to buy gifts for everyone. So for someone that's significant to me, yeah, I, I, it doesn't matter what they give me. I just know that I want to make them happy. I want to surprise them. I want to do something that's that's unique and different. I want to give them something that they didn't think they were going to get. Like, I'm that guy. Um. I don't even feel comfortable anymore. Like with receiving, I don't even ask for anything. I don't even expect it anymore. I just really, really like giving too. I'm like, eh, you're good. You know, I'm like, right. I don't even, and I, maybe that's from setting the bar low. So I don't get disappointed. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you what the blessing is. I think for all of us in this situation, um, I don't look forward to Christmas because I don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to wait until December 25th to get something mm. nice. And that, that and that's the mm. blessing in all of this for everyone. So Christmas is not a big deal for me because I don't have to put those markers. Okay, I'm going to buy myself something nice. I'll wait till Christmas to get it. Like, I'm in a situation where I can get whatever I want. So much like yourself, Claudia, I don't really be excuse me, pressed about getting gifts from people. And like you said, it actually makes me feel good when I can spoil someone. Like yeah. my, I, my, my, I just bought somebody a gift and I bought them a, a nice piece of jewelry. You know what I'm saying? I bought my my teacher for her 50th anniversary, a uh, Hermes bracelet. Shout out. Well, to Q, speaking, speaking of nice piece of jewelry, last year that gift you got us was Banging. Nice, nice you think maybe I could get? You think I could you know get another? One? Like I like. You think I could get another one of those? Cute. Like those, you I'm need like, my new address. That that that's the energy I'm on now. So like, if I'm gonna buy, um, that and I like spoiling the kids. Yeah. So like last year when I came, because Christmas is a kids' holiday. Let's face it. Last year when I came up here to my sister's house, I went to Target the day before Christmas and basically just filled up the basket full of stuff and just brought it home. Christmas used to be sad for me when I was single because I would be around my brother and his wife and his kids and I would see how much of, I don't have that. Like I don't have kids, like I have nieces, but I don't have like kids. And it just, it was hard to sit there at the table and act like I was happy. So shout out to all the people out there that don't have kids, um, whether by choice or just by circumstance that just didn't have them. And I won't say it's just for kids because I feel like we should kind of keep those people in mind sometimes because it can also be a, a really hard thing for people that, you know, we were, especially women, we're brought up our whole lives to think that we're supposed to, our, our one deed in life was, is our duty is to be a mom. And if we don't produce kids, we're somehow lacking or we, we did not succeed at being a woman in this world. And it, it did make me feel like that for a long time. And, uh, you know, I don't feel like that now because I have a partner, but it, it was, it was hard. I used to get really depressed and I would, couldn't wait for Christmas to be over so I can just get out of it and not have to feel that lack thing. You know what I mean? I feel like it was on blast. You want to know what's funny? And I've struggled with this in therapy. Um, 
I thought that something was wrong with me because I've never experienced that feeling that you're describing, that feeling of lack, like, oh, I don't have a family or I don't have a significant other. And as I began to unpack a lot of it, I was like, I think a large portion of it is I have very few examples of healthy relationships in my life. Everybody I know trying to get rid of their husband or their wife, they don't like them. They sit in the car for 45 minutes when they pull up to the house, they fussing with them all the time or they cheating on them. So I'm just like, if this is what it means to be in a relationship, y'all can have all of this. How many of y'all looking at this program right now to, to escape your damn husband? A whole bunch of you. You know what I'm saying? But I've, I've never felt that. And I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad that I haven't experienced it because I completely do feel whole as a single human being. And I can be around all of that and still be like, I'm good. I just, I just feel like with women, they really, they really get guilted in a feeling like you're some kind of failure if you don't have a child. Like, what's wrong with you? Oh, you must be, in, you know, um, sterile. You know what I mean? Unfertile or barren, or no one wants to have a kid with you. And it's like, some of us chose career, and then the time's got away from us. You know, and do you want children? I do, but now I'm 48, and KJ, my boyfriend now, he doesn't want to have a kid, so I'd have to literally trap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have to trap them with what's left and function out of that dust box. Uh, <laughs> oh, it it's very juicy, honey. It's very juicy. Ah, sorry. It might be a few powdered eggs left up there. It's I don't know if I got good eggs. Box. I don't know if I got good eggs, but it's juicy. <laughs> that it's dust cool. box. I How can't with you. How many you got left up there, Claudia, at 48? What did you say? How many eggs you think you got left up there? Carton? You, you may, she she making powdered eggs now, baby. Um, <laughs> I I don't I don't know if I have any eggs left because I, I got them powdered eggs. No, oh, you know, no, we we're not gonna do that. We not. So, we're not Claudia, that. I'm surprised you never froze your eggs. Everybody in in LA used to do that a lot. I'm surprised you never you never did that. Um, I I always thought I I would I had time. And I think a lot of women are in my shoes. We we just think, oh, I'm good. I'm, I look way younger than I am. I feel good. So you just mm. don't think that you have that sense of urgency. And then, you go know. Free, but go freeze one or two of them. I don't know if I got any eggs left. And if I do, <laughs> bottom of the barrel, underachiever. I don't want the underachiever baby. The ones at the bottom of the barrel that we got to scrape out of there. I mean, just go for a consultation for Christmas. Can we go? I can her referral, Al. We're gonna send her a nice girl for a nice Beverly Hills. You still, you still, Claudia, are physically able to carry a child. So maybe you can do some type of surrogate situation, right? I would love a surrogate to do the work for me. Oh, you can have morning sickness. Well, but keep keep this in mind too. Back in the day, the life expectancy of humans was shorter. Therefore, I think the the, the mating years of women was probably shorter. I would not be surprised if just through evolution that the 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 uh, age to have babies is skewing a little older i wouldn't be no surprised. no i think with women it's it's very awkward it's really strange q it's like in in their 30s believe it or not over 35 is considerable right claudia they it's, say it's, it's that your, your numbers start to decrease at the even at that young age my mother had me in her 40s and that was like the craziest things in the, in the 70s like that was like out of this world and that was without with all the medical you know present medical I got but. I got checked to see if I was premenopausal and they said my hormone levels are perfectly fine and I'm I no signs of menopause which I think is crazy because I'm 48 but I don't know y'all if it happens it will be it will truly be a Christmas miracle so I don't know we'll see but, but you know what's complex to me and I, and, and we can move on from this topic 
that you want one, you're with somebody who doesn't want one. How do you reconcile that? Considering that you're still able to possibly have one. How do you reconcile that? It's very complex for me. I have a lot of different feelings, honestly, and we probably need another half hour to talk about it. <laughs> and, a, and a licensed therapist. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take a quick commercial break and I'm going to take me and my powdered eggs to go get a drink. <laughs> I'm to hydrate what I got left of these powdered eggs that these little <laughs> ass Negroes talking about. We'll be right back with more TGIF. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm your girl, Claudia Jordan with Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds. And during the break, I got hydrated. So hopefully I can bring some life back into my room. Okay. They powdered eggs, honey. All you're going to do is create mud. <laughs> <laughs> get... Powdered dirt in the water equal mud, honey. <laughs> Ladies in the comments, get these Negroes for coming after my fertility as a woman. They are coming. Oh, from... God. That's women. what all right, y'all. Oh, now, a lot of people. And let, me, and let me go ahead and put this out because I can see the comments now. We ain't joking about people who are infertile or being insensitive because you know it's always one negative, Nancy. Yes, they are. Getting what about women that can't have babies that watch y'all program? Well, girl, go watch another program. Oh, oh my God. God. Okay. <laughs> this, this won't end well. All right, y'all. Let's get into the Christmas music. How about that? That'll get us out of this uh, segment. So uh, when it comes to Christmas music, a lot of people couldn't wait to get into their Christmas spirit and had their favorite Christmas songs playing on repeat after Thanksgiving. What's the best Christmas album of all time? Funky, I know you got one. Well, the best Christmas album of all time is obviously Mariah Carey's Christmas album, which goes to number one every damn Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, every go round. It just is. Uh, that's undisputed. Now, one thing, and I did an Instagram post about it, Thanksgiving night marked when every Black radio station in America started playing, in my mind, I want you to be free. Temptation is silent night. Al, you can tell Al black like this and not like this because he didn't even catch in my mind. You ain't black if you didn't you didn't catch that. Um, number two, the emotions. What do the lonely do at Christmas? Okay, that one. Yes. I love that one. My third song that I always play is Luther Vandross uh every Christmas. And then okay. my fourth Christmas song is Boys to Men Let It Snow. I like that one. Okay. Like that. Al? So I, I I have a Christmas story. So my favorite Christmas um, songs were when the Jackson Five did their Christmas album, oh. and I never forget because I took the the vinyl to school, and I I you know obviously in elementary school I went to a predominantly white. I think I may have been me and maybe one other person in the in the class were african-american and i was just so proud to take the michael jackson like christmas album with me and the teacher was letting everybody play like their favorite christmas music or whatever so i put on michael jackson christmas and it was just like you know i was feeling it i was like yeah 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 and so like she even scratched my record because she was like oh what is this and i was like what you don't know the jackson five like you're a whack and I was I got sent to the principal's office for like being upset that she cut off my Jackson 5 uh, Christmas album so I would have to say the Jackson 5 Christmas album will always reign supreme for me so you shamed her and you got in trouble for it I did and for that but no she shamed me she had me thinking like she had the whole class was laughing at me because I you know I had black music 
and I was listening to the Jackson 5 music only to now, like the majority of Michael Jackson fans are not people of color. The majority of them are, are international, like are, are white people. Like, and that experience you had is why I am not an advocate of putting young black children in all white spaces. But those of y'all who think y'all doing something special because your kids go to all white school, my child go to white school. Yeah, and they get traumatized like Al over simple things. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to also remember that this was back in the 70s, Q. So it was a little bit different. If you wanted your kids to be young and successful, that was the track that you put them on because you wanted them to get into the better colleges. You wanted them to have a front seat to, you know, having the better job. So I got it while my mother did it. So I'm not going to hold her accountable, but I am going to hold my second grade teacher, Miss East, for making me feel like the Jackson 5 Christmas album was too Black for Christmas. Um, I like the old school Christmas songs. If I'm going to play any of them, it's the Silent Nights. Yes. It's the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's all that Frosty the Snowman because it's kind of cute. You know what I mean? It's like it reminds me when I was young and had no bills and no responsibilities and people would give me gifts. <laughs> you know what I hate about Christmas, though? Because I, I, for me, it honestly is my least favorite holiday. You two are by humbugs. This I, is like, Christmas. What I hate be about having fun. It's literally from November to January 1st the whole world just transforms and you can't escape it. The lights on the street. Yes, it's beautiful. The fake meteorologist tracking Watch Santa this. Claus. Watch this. Like I shouldn't have to be watch this. I shouldn't have to be forced to look at your lifestyle. Okay? The stockings. I, I shouldn't the, have to be forced. The people to look being at all friendly. That. The Santa Claus ringing the bell outside of Walmart. What is wrong with you two? This is Christmas. You're supposed to be I, full I, I of think, joy I think and the love. Thing that bothers me is because I'm such a realist, and it's like the bliss disappears January first. Oh and God! Go back to, to the crew, our real lives. It's the birth of Christ. Celebrate something amazing like feel good about this this is a season of giving and love and caring <laughs> al is so white right now <laughs> <laughs> y'all okay we're gonna see we're gonna see we're gonna see i know i'm not the only person that enjoys christmas you two are like two baham y'all, like, y'all don't like anything related to christmas that ain't even good I like, I, at I the like minimum, you should be at the minimum you should be liking the fact that christ was born what is wrong with you two that ain't the religion I practice, number one. <laughs> Personally, so that's of no significance to me. And um, yeah, that's scary. Listen, listen, we don't all have to be the same way because our audience is people that are a Q that are bah humbug. I hate it. There's people that are Al that are like, yes, I love this. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I think that's what's good about this show is that we're keeping it a buck. Like, we're not just going to go along with it just because we feel like it's, we're supposed to. But like, there's people that are grouchy just like you. That would be and drunk. you. <laughs> I'm not grouchy. I just am like, eh, it's sad. Well, you I'm, don't like Christmas. I like you guys Christmas. are weird. I, I like- don't. And for me, it's a very obligatory holiday. You guys are weird. <laughs> you got to go home. You got to go to your family house. Like, yes, you got to be happy. Mm-mm. Give gifts. 
Like go, go, go serve food at a shelter, pass out blankets to the homeless. Like I do that stuff. I do shoes, that stuff. Shoes. Like, come on, find something positive to do. It's a time of giving. Come well, I'll tell on. You what you do then. I'll tell you what you do then. You may, I better be given a very nice gift from your ass. Come on and illustrate this enthusiasm, daddy. Illustrate it. I, I, I agree with you, Q. I think I you. I think. I think. I, I, I don't want shit under five hundred dollars. Don't don't even send it. So, see, come on. I, you know what, on. Q? I'm I'm with you, like you yeah. said. Well, I'm with you when you write. Right. I feel like it's Al. Y'all sound crazy. As, as Al being the elder on the show, right. I feel like he should be lead by example, and yeah, maybe he should on. get us into the Christmas spirit by his yeah. generosity. Uh, Miss Claudia, did you not get a basket, a beautiful basket, for me last Christmas? Why are you talking about old shit? <laughs> it's soulmates. I didn't get nothing, but got his ass something. Uh, look at all the shade here. He you ain't even let, he ain't even let me hunch when he came to Miami. I mean, oh, you man, it's, it it out, way, it's, it's ways you could have paid me back or paid it forward. <laughs> you better take your Tristan Thompson having sescapades too. Q, do you want to hunch out? What? <laughs> but you did? I did. <laughs> what? We are going Al, 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 you want to get what? into the Christmas spirit. How about this? In the spirit of Christmas, would you give the gift of seduction <laughs> to, to Q? <laughs> I thought she's supposed to be making believers out of us on this magical life. Isn't it the most magical time of the year? You know all of that stuff for what? (laughs) Come on and give me that Tiffany box. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, more like a U-Haul box. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't want to deck his halls of bows of holly and all that? (laughs) No? Look how uncomfortable it's getting, Q. All that. Y'all got to make me turn red. And listen, and don't get mad at me um, 20 years from now when I'm rich and real successful and try to sue me for sexual harassment. Like, <laughs> we are joking. <laughs> we are playing. And make sure when the, the clip I'm gonna write about it in my book, years right? from now that they right. all of it, okay? Right. I am not sexually harassing Al. You can't sexually harass something you already had. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did leave you two alone in a hotel room. You better cut it out. <laughs> All right. Well, we on that note, you know what? Let me get us out of this. In the spirit of Christmas and saving my friends, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF Christmas edition. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF Christmas Eve edition. I'm here with Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Now we've been talking about Christmas and gifts and Al is uh, trying to shame Funky and I that we are Scrooges. <laughs> that we're not Scrooges. Huh? Y'all Scrooges. It's like, who doesn't like Christmas? I'm like, not a Scrooge. I'm just indifferent about the holiday. Like, okay. I'm, I'm not going to show up to y'all house with an attitude. I'm probably just not going to show up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is the attitude right there. It's a bad attitude. Just horrible. I'm not, I'm not a, I don't dislike Christmas, but it used to be sad. Now it's just like, okay, it's cool. I just want to get, you know what? I'm like work, work, work right now. I want to get through the holidays so we can get back at the the top of the year. Fresh new budgets are released so we can get some more money. That's right. kind of what I'm on right now. I'm more of a New Year's girl. I'm more of a New Year's girl myself. So if I, if I could share with y'all, me and my friends, and I'm also at the age now because I can do a little more financially about creating memories. And I came up with this brilliant idea. We rented a yacht from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And we were like, y'all, 
how just prosperous and rich like would it be to be cruising the Atlantic Ocean when the clock strikes 12 and the fireworks go off and you're doing some rich bitch shit. Now that's how you're supposed to bring the new year. So screw Christmas and bring on in the new year. The new year is my my holiday. Okay. All right. I, I'm, I, I like New Year's too. Yeah, I like New Year's too. Uh, so let's, okay. But we before we get to New Year, we are on Christmas. So um, y'all plan on buying yourselves anything in particular for Christmas? I might. I've been eyeing... Uh, Bulgari's got this new jewelry collection. It's all reptile inspired. I don't know if y'all have seen it, the snake eye, and they got a lot of different little pieces. And I'm thinking about getting an A piece or two. I wanted to buy myself a nice Rolex last Christmas because I just think every uh, distinguished man should have one. Um, and I didn't for whatever reason, COVID and all that type of stuff. And then when the opportunity came around, I didn't want to spend the money, but um, I think that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Al? You you guys don't want to hear what I'm doing because, you know, I love Christmas. So, you know, the last two years for me have been like, you know, I, I haven't been able to go physically to church and worship. So this year, what I plan on doing um, is gifting um, my home church, my church that I grew up in, um, my tithes. I'm going to give, you know, my 10% of my salary for 2021 to my home church, the church that I grew up in. And your okay. pastor will take his wife to Red Lobster on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cut it out, though. You know what? It doesn't, it, honestly, it doesn't even matter because it's it's my heart and where it's coming from and what I'm supposed to do. If it's If the other end of that is corruption, that has nothing to do with my expression, so... I rather, I mean, I like giving, but I, uh, it's hard. For, like, I'm now, not comfortable with these churches. I can get them. It's too like, much corruption now. They got, granted, they got Bentley. I, I don't have a Bentley. And granted, I, I don't know, you know, what your earnings are, Al, but I can deduce that that's going to be a pretty hefty check. And I, me personally, I wouldn't feel comfortable giving none of these damn churches that <laughs> much money in 2021. Like I would, I, me personally, if it was me, because I, I, I'm one of those people that I do believe you should give, but I also think that tithing can look like giving the homeless person on the side of the road a hundred dollar bill. You know what I'm saying? I, me, me personally, and again, I can't dictate how you give. I think it's great that you're giving, but for me, I'd have to break that check up into maybe a scholarship for this child. A that, that's a form of tithing. You know, that's a contribution a to this person, but it ain't all going to the pastor. Yeah, I like to take out the middleman. <laughs> you two, you this two this need to be dressed in green. Y'all yeah. ain't green. no damn fool. My you God two should be dressed in green. Yeah, and y'all like should be colored stupid. Give that damn man all your money. Watch uh -huh. Y'all no, watch no. Al pass the magic. No, no, no. I'm a God. I'm a God fearing. I'm a God fearing young man. Okay, what y'all say? I'm good. Since let me, when? Let me, let me Al, you be question, you Al. the Al, Al, Al you if at the next Sunday service after you give uh -huh. that pastor show up in a new car, you're not gonna tell me for a split second you ain't gonna feel like 
Like, did this nigga go get this with my money and not say? Well, anything? listen, like I said, you guys, I think you're just, I think you're left of center on this. This is this is about my obligation of giving my ten percent. It has nothing to do with anybody misappropriating it. It's just like the universities that we go to. We give to the universities that we attended. We don't really know where that money's going to, but that is just our obligation for being alumni and wanting to give back. Like we we you know, so that's how I think of it. I don't. I don't judge what they do with the money. Now, if I said I'm giving $30,000 and I need for it to go to scholarships, that's a different story. And if they don't do it in scholarships, then we have an issue. Well, but you if know I'm, what? I think you should do that. I think you should put a stipulation on where it go. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I think you should. Well, you know, well, that happens at universities. But no, I, I feel like it's for the good of the church. This is me being thankful and, and saying, you know, I've been blessed and I want to bless. I want to do my team. Jones, go on the Zares and pick out your jewelry, honey. Y'all got a big old check coming. Got a big old check coming. <laughs> well, I'll tell y'all what I buy myself at the holiday because we got a time right now. So let's finish okay. this show with the game. So we're going to play a holiday edition of Would You Rather. All right. Let's try to get this quick, get get through this game. All right. Would you okay. rather someone buy you an outfit or would you rather get a gift card so you can do what you really want? Outfit or gift card? Gift card. Gift card. Same, same. All right. Would you rather be gifted a prepaid gift card or cold hard cash? If the prepaid gift card, if you actually took the time to get it to something that's like really in my life, like say for Houston's, that means something to me. But if you just gonna get me a visa one, like you just stopped at Walgreens and remembered you didn't get me nothing, then just give me the cash. That's me all day. Yeah, I'll take the cash. I'm that friend. All right, would you rather be gifted tickets to see your favorite artist in concert or get a plane ticket to go on vacation? Tickets plane to ticket. favorite artist. Would you rather be gifted a uh, diamond jewelry or have someone buy you expensive perfume or cologne? Coming from somebody else, the diamond jewelry. Only if the diamonds are real, diamond jewelry. <laughs> I had a guy one time give me a tennis bracelet. He was a stockbroker in New York. I was in college. And uh, when I broke up with him, I went to get it checked out. He kept throwing it in my face. You know, they said to me, they said, well, the gold is real. Wow. But he didn't gave me some expensive costume jewelry. So, yeah. Yeah. You were young and dumb. And he, you, didn't, you didn't know any better. Oh, I knew because she the act like she went to go get it checked out. She went to go hockey. <laughs> I was in college. She was going to go take that to the pawn shop, and the pawn people said, "Nah, ma." <laughs> you know how embarrassing that is to take jewelry in, and that, that, that light happened, don't go off. That, that's happened to me. And before. she went to go get it checked out by. Oh, get out of here! You went to go get money for it. Yeah, checked out to sell it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I fell on hard times one time, and I had to all this. You gave him all that juicy, and, and I had saved. This was. This was. This was. <laughs> twice. Not a big wood. You got some fake diamonds, honey. Um, but anyway, I had worked real hard in high school buying all this gold jewelry from the flea market. And after I graduated, I fell on hard times. I took it to the We Buy Gold people. The lady said, "Give us thirty minutes and come back." When I came back, maybe she had all my stuff politely wrapped. <laughs> and she said, none of this is real. <laughs> so I was devastated twice. I was devastated that I had to part with my jewelry. So I thought to pay my bills. <laughs> I come to grips with that. 
justify that I'm still can't pay my bills. Where did it's you a, get the jewelry from, boy? It's a I'm sorry. It's a Where sad, the flea market? It's a sad moment. Let me tell oh, you, you go in there with your chest poked out and you walk out. <laughs> on that note, I want to wish y'all a very Merry Christmas. I hope y'all have a great holiday. It's been a pleasure with you fellas. You guys are my Christmas gift. Aww. Stay tuned for Fox Soul's Christmas special powered by the Poetry Lounge.